To some other breaking news this morning, the corporate regulator ASIC is taking civil court action against 11 current and former directors and executives of the Star Entertainment Group. This news just breaking this morning. ASIC's alleging they failed to manage the risk of money laundering and links to criminal organisations and its casinos. Let's get more on this now. We're joined by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, thanks as always for your time. Tell us more about what ASIC's alleging here. Well, good morning, Tom. ASIC is uh, taking civil proceedings in the federal court, as you mentioned, alleging that those 11 current and former star executives breached their director duties under the Corporations Act. Among those executives being taken to court, star's former chairman, John O'Neill, and star's former chief executive, Matt Beckier. As we've heard from earlier inquiries by gaming regulators in New South Wales and Queensland, where star owns casinos, ASIC is alleging Star failed to give sufficient focus, as it calls it, uh, to the risk of money laundering and criminal associations, which ASIC says are inherent in the operation of large casinos. ASIC alleges the directors approved the expansion of Star's relationship with, quote, certain individuals with reported criminal links, rather than addressing the money laundering risk by inquiring whether Star should be dealing with them. And ASIC further alleges those board members, when provided with information about money laundering risks, failed to take steps to make further inquiries before signing off. And also that uh, Star allowed a number of misleading statements to go to the National Australia Bank regarding the use of debit cards issued by China Union Pay and disguised the fact that Star was permitting those cards to be used for gambling, which is actually uh, prohibited by Chinese authorities. Um, ASIC says over $900 million was obtained by Star customers using those debit cards. What sort of fines could Star be facing if these allegations are proven, Peter? Well, according to the statement that's gone to the federal court, there are 48 contraventions that ASIC is alleging. Uh, The maximum fine for each contravention is just over a million dollars. So if that went all the way through, that would be $48 million uh, for Crown. So with that maximum there, that would really be adding to some of the other penalties that uh, Crown has faced. But this could be very long and complex in court as uh, the corporate regulator works to prove the these allegations against Star. And just switching gears somewhat for a moment, you're actually looking at a report out this morning as well that says the uh, the tree change or the sea change we saw during the pandemic is now reversing. What's causing that? Well, it's amazing to think that uh, next year we'll be moving into the fourth year of the pandemic. Uh, You recall that uh, back in March 2020, when people were ordered to work from home and had their movements restricted, uh, many uh, people, especially those with children, made the sea change, the tree change, moved to outer suburbs for more space. Uh, No need for the big commute and faster NBN technology made Zoom and Teams meetings part of that uh, working from home life. But a report from the digital property settlement platform PEXA, which handles uh, many property purchases and sales, says that work-from-home culture is now reversing. In Sydney, for example, during the first year of the pandemic, sales to outer areas surged by 30%, but a year later that demand had fizzled to a negative 1.2%. Employers are urging workers to get back into the office even in a hybrid deal of two to three days a week. So demand is growing for the uh, 
middle and inner suburbs. PEX's Head of Research, Mike Gill, says as we uh, head through the pandemic, an updated new normal is emerging. The evidence suggests so. So, the, you know, I think hybrid is here to stay. You know, some offices are requiring more days in the office than others. Uh, that really does come down to the individual companies and that is influencing property demand. So I guess for folks who originally thought that flexibility was here to stay and, and they'd get to choose when they come into the office or if they came into the office at all, I suspect a lot of those workers might now be required to come in, be it two, be it three days a week. And that is impacting their property choices. So the idea of living a further distance away from the office perhaps isn't as attractive now as it uh, was in the early part of the pandemic. Mike Gill there, Head of Research at the online property settlement company PEXA. And before that, the ABC Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan was joining us.